there. I can tell you a whole bunch about Yu-Gi-Oh. Rest of the spiel. I don't either. We're like the number one video game podcast. On well, games see, I don't know if that's true right now because Jonathan and I recorded a little bit of an episode earlier and talked about video games. And uh, this is a video games podcast, not just a video games. Episode. Well, but if they talk about video games, what about the depths kind of, of gaming? Bit, yeah, this is the best video game podcast with women on it. So, yeah. <laughs> what about your D and D game? That's not a video video podcast. That could be. But we're playing on a computer, so people watch it via video. It's a tabletop. What? I'm the DM. I say what's in charge. Okay. (laughs) I just feel like like you're keeping your options very narrowed. Uh, (laughs) What do you know? You you watch movies. Yeah. In any case, we can just say we're the number one uh, podcast in the geek. Escape Network. There's a little and bit I've of got a the numbers to back it up. Uh, feeling going on. Obviously, Shane's not here because he chose not to come to San Diego Comic Con this year uh, to work on himself, and we're really proud of him for that. So, way to go, Shane. Never give up. We love you. Hustle, loyalty, respect. Uh, Beautiful bathrooms. Yes, yes. We'll, get on, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, you may notice a different voice uh, that's joining us today. Uh, we have Matt Kelly, one of hey. the trio from the Horror Movie Night podcast, which has been. Uh, kind of the shining star of the Geekscape Podcast Network over the past couple of years. Um, oh, thank you. Why don't you uh, plug yourself? He did. I did. <laughs> Horror Movie Night, HMNpodcast.com. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we've got me and myself, uh, Derek, as sometimes, and Courtney, as always. This is your only sometimes, Derek? Sometimes, yeah. No, as, you know, I'm here as part of this podcast sometimes. You refer to yourself, you refer to yourself uh, on one podcast once as... <laughs> um, the I referred to you as an occasional co-host, and you said I'm a consistent co-host on an occasional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not I'm not wrong. So we are actually uh, this is a kind of a very rare podcast because uh, we're together in person, and uh, it's not something that happens very often, if ever. Uh, you know, I met Courtney in real life for the first time Yay! a few days ago. This is only the second time I've met you. This is only the second time. That, you know, this trip down has been the second time I've ever seen Matt in my life because he's, I don't know, he, we were just in the hot tub and he was talking about how he flies all over the States to visit his friends that he meets at places, but he hasn't come to Canada to visit I'll come, so. this, is a, this is a new development in the last couple months. I got bedrooms. Yeah, I finally, I finally, well, I also need to get a passport, but I need to do that for a wedding, so. There you go. You maybe know. maybe 2018 or... I don't know what that is. Yeah, what the hell's that? Anyways. Yeah, we'll get this. So, we're live at Comic-Con. Uh, you know, we've chosen to take it easy tonight, as most nights, actually. I yeah, this like was a very low-key... This was a very low-key convention as a whole. Yeah. I feel like I have just kind of taken it easy, and it's been really enjoyable, partially because of that. Yeah. You know, waking not a lot up, of drinking? Not a lot of drinking. No probably because Shane's not here. You know, waking up with more energy on most days. Well, but what's weird is, like, no one's been drinking, really, or getting too, like, drunk. Yeah. And yet this, I feel like, is also the year that more people have slept in <laughs> in true, the morning true. than ever before. Like, this has been the first year where I have consistently walked to the convention center by yeah, myself and sat true. at the booth for, like, an hour it's waiting true. for I'm on people. some medicine right now. I'll give that. It, me I'm exhausted. more shocked by John. John's usually, like, oh, yeah, up at 5 a.m. doing running, a run. I'm going to yeah. go run a marathon before <laughs> hanging out at the booth all day. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know, it's just, uh, I don't anticipate we'll be talking about a lot of video games in this, uh, 
in this episode because we, I mean, we, most of us, as far as I know, haven't really been online to see yeah. what's kind of been going on. I went to one video game panel. There we go. Because we've been, so did I. Yeah. So we'll have some stuff to I talk about there. I can tell but, you a whole bunch about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes. Great. Um, <laughs> I mean, in any case, how, Courtney, this is your first convention. This is my first convention. And, and so. Would like, you like start it with the biggest yeah. Most and you intimidating mean like first pop convention. culture convention, or like you've never been to I've a gathering to of people before. I mean, <laughs> I've never been to any kind of convention. Okay. I've been to um, like fair, like state fairs. And okay. Stuff. So I'm used to like large gatherings of people, but not like a not nothing like a con. And so, what are your first impressions? Uh, it's really overwhelming for yep. me. But I also grew up in a in a small town with not a lot of people. There's not a lot of people in the state I grew up in. Yeah. So that's weird. Um, I think there have been more people in San Diego than there are in Alaska, period. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, that's overwhelming. But, like, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. I thought I would be a lot more panicky and having to, like, go back home and, like, recover. And I've been fine. I haven't had any kind of problems while I was actually at the convention. So, the only problem I have is with people who stop in the middle of oh, the walkway. Oh, so annoying. If you go to a convention. Step to the side, and guys. And you need to stop for any Step reason. Step to the side. Step to the fucking side. Step to the fucking side. If you're texting and walking, step to the fucking side. Because people have places to go and things to do when you're getting in the way. And fuck you. Very true. So many <laughs> little girls that I've just been like, I'm bigger than you and I could probably fight you. Yeah. I'm going to start a fight the next time someone stops in the front way and I run yep. into them. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's pretty irritating. It's, it's so that's those are your thoughts. Those are your. That was that's the only thing I didn't like about Comic Con. Okay. It's literally the only thing I had. Okay. Really? So you'll be back next year. Yeah, I mean, if, if Jonathan will let. Me John, go. I think if Jonathan has to choose between you and a few other people from the Geekscape Games podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think you're uh, you're well, number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, number two, Derek, well, I think is always going to be number one. He's he's like John's yeah. best friend. Well, I'm I, only the fill-in best friend when Derek's not around. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm trying to swing for uh, supreme overlord of organization. So. You'll get there. It's been, yeah. Well, I'm like, I feel like I it's. There. I feel like it's <laughs> been a. Give me something to do. Refreshing experience. You know, I know it's been for uh, several of the Geekscape members. It's been a pretty tough time this past year, and I came down to the convention. I've actually, I've, I've kind of taken things a little bit differently this year in that I've been chronicling each day that I've had in almost like a journal type post and. You know, not obsessing over things like the news and the trailers and, and, you know, the announcements and stuff like that. It's to the point where I don't even, you know, aside from a couple of tidbits that popped up on Facebook, I don't know what has been announced and what has happened. And that's really interesting to me. And So can I ask you a question yeah. about that? I've got two questions for yeah. you. Question number one, um, doing the, like, very public journal stuff, do yeah. you feel like that's been really helpful in, like, lifting a lot of stuff off? your shoulders for the last year and question number two I'm going to ask both of them so you can sure. try to answer them simultaneously yeah. uh, question number two is do you feel like that's kind of your more preferred way to handle San Diego from here on out is not being so focused Those on new stuff but like actually just taking it yeah, day by day I think, so in terms of the journal stuff I you know I think that only really the first first one was the only one that was like deep the into only, that was the only one that really got personal and I think it was that was something where it was like you know I was coming down to San Diego, you know, sitting on a plane, um, like a million thoughts running. Yeah. Through your just head kind of reflecting over everything that's happened over the past little while. And, you know, coming to not coming to a realization, but, but, you know, realizing again that I'm coming down to this place, uh, substantially less 
close uh, to you know some of you guys as I have been in the past, and and just kind of thinking and worrying and, and trying to figure out how what that would feel like and how that would be. Um, you know, and it was something that I was excited for, but also nervous about. And, and thankfully, we're like a family. We're yeah, just and like it we was pick very, up right where we left off. Yeah, like it was very. You, you know, regardless of how closed off or not present I've been over the past little while, it was like you know, everyone welcomed me with open arms and that was something that was really refreshing. And, um, you know, I hope that I can go back, uh, you know, go back home and keep being like, you know, like I have been and, and start talking to you guys again, yeah. not just while we're down here and everything like that. And I think that would be really good for me. Yeah. Um, but also I, you know, I fucking missed all you guys. And, yeah, and I miss so, you too, man. This is like the um, best week of my year. Yeah, yeah, I know. This, I feel like this trip has been really good and really useful. And 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 yeah. And to answer yeah. your second question, I think that in terms of, and one of the big things, one of the big reasons I started doing the post like that as well is, you know, I was looking back on previous conventions, and aside from a thing here and a thing there, and oh, I took these photos of this thing. Like, you almost forget what you did, and so almost more than anything those were things that so i can reflect on and and you know when i think oh what did i do on friday of comic-con yeah. in 26 2017 like i have a, a you know basically like something event by event yeah exactly a couple years online you're not going to want to reread a news story that kind of became old yeah, news within yeah. a day well and especially with things like which you know like we talk about news and posting trailers and and I mean, we're such a small community and of It became of the whole night. And, we would come home from the con. Totally. It was like two hours of like, yeah. what trailers do but, we need and to everyone's already with, seen, yeah. everyone's already seen them because yeah. the big sites yeah. have people that are just sitting in the press room writing them up or sitting in Hall H writing yeah. them up. And, and we don't have the uh, opportunity, excuse me, the opportunity or the ability to really do that. And so to kind of, instead of trying to do that and to do it poorly, which isn't going to help us get anywhere, which is just try to do the things that we are good at, which is, is trying to be more personal with what we're writing and stuff like that, I think is kind of a direction that I know that we've been talking about. And I think a direction that would be a good, good place for the brand to go. And they're fun to read. Like not just as like you being able to look back. Yeah. I read them at the, I read them at the booth when I get, when I get there in the morning, I open it up and I read it. Well, I get to like read your experience and think of like, Oh, like this is something that I can try to do now. Cause like I've never been here. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Well, in, pre- in previous years, how many of those trailer posts or video game things did you guys read, yeah. right? Like, you don't, you don't tap on. How many on. of my articles have you guys read? Two. Did you read both of them? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, Shane has read them yet, so. Classic Shane. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to it. <laughs> so what have been, just getting back to Comic-Con, what have been your, both of your highlights so far? Um, or your trips down, not yeah. necessarily Comic Con, or maybe both. Got to know, Matt, I, you've been here for a little while. So than, yeah, this is this is day nine for my trip. Um, tomorrow will be day ten, and I leave on day eleven. Yeah, so it was eleven day adventure. I've learned Matt. It's a so it's been like an eleven. It's been a. It's almost been like a week and a half that I've been out here. Um, so I don't know. It was cool reconnecting with people. I haven't seen John for since I. October, I want to say. He did an event out in New York, like October, September, October, that I worked with him on. Um, 
Wasn't that like August? Was that the Pokemon Go thing? Yeah, I think oh, that, that was, was like August. August. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's been like just under. Because it was year. like a few weeks after Comic Con last yeah. year, I think. I took a day off from work and drove to New York. Um, so like reconnecting with people has been fun, but like it's really hard to reconnect. Like when I don't know, I was talking to someone else about yeah. it. Like when all of your friends in California are all like people that do stuff all yeah. the time. Like it's become harder and harder. Where like. Nothing against John, but, like, yeah. if I had just flown out to San Diego, I probably would have seen the exact same amount of people that I yeah. saw when I just went out to California yeah. a few days early, because the only people I really hung out with was him and Dar- yeah. and Josh, and, right. like, so I don't know if I'll do another 12-day trip right. in that sense. Yeah. Um, I might still, like, fly out to California, but fly in on, like, yeah. Sunday, just yeah. to kind of, you know... Well, and that's- Sorry. See someone yeah. like see someone go to like the the meltdown party yeah. and then be on my way to San Diego. Right. Well, that's something I've missed this year. This is a shorter trip for me. Usually, yeah. I do come down. I think last year I was here for ten days or something, and this yeah. year it'll be barely five. Yeah. And you know, I flew right into San Diego. I'm flying right outside it, right, right from San Diego. So, in the past, it would be, you know, those days before, or even a couple of you know, a couple of years ago. The couple days after Comic Con, Shane and I went to like Universal Studios, and like yeah. you know, and coming before Comic Con is it would be a much better opportunity. You to, get prepped a little bit better. Too. You get prepped like, a little bit better, but and like that would be the time I'd really get to spend you know time with Jonathan and stuff like yeah. that. Who I don't see that often. Whereas if I'm flying right in right when the event is starting, like you know, I haven't got to spend as much time with any of you guys yeah. as I would have liked to because everyone is really busy. It's a really busy week for yeah. the entire you know geek community and everything like that so so getting just you know coming in less less hot essentially in terms of going yeah. in terms of the convention starting i think is great because yeah it doesn't necessarily need to be super long but a day or two on either side lets you really connect with those people again that you may not get an opportunity to do super well with yeah. once things actually start and it, i like it's funny because uh i've learned how much more i love san diego than almost any other city in the world is like pop it is, it is, man. but no, it's, um, you know, like I think of like when I step off the plane into LAX and it's like not really the most pleasant right. thing LAX to step into. Like the worst yeah. Like you step into just like horns blaring yeah. and just like nothing but pandemonium. And then like, I think of stepping off the train <laughs> into San Diego and it's just like beautiful sun. Like I stepped, right. I stepped off the train and Queen somebody to love yeah. came on my iPod and I was just like, this is the most pleasant walk I could ever have right now. I feel like, like baby driver right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, for me, like the big highlight this year has been, this is the first year that I've ever actually felt like I had created something that mattered. Yeah. Um, Horror Movie Night has been doing really, really well. And I knew that from, like, a numbers standpoint. Right. But, like, this was the first time that, like, I got to meet Rudy, who you didn't get to meet, but Courtney got to meet. Right. And Rudy's. Rudy. Rudy was, like, the coolest guy. Yeah. But Rudy's he a dude. He came home with me. He'd be my yeah. <laughs> he drove, what did he say, shopping. seven hours? He yeah. drove seven hours just to hang out yeah. with me. Rudy and I are going to go to the aquarium one day. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably not. You probably have a shorter drive from where you are to where Rudy lives no. than Rudy had down here to San Diego. No. <laughs> it takes it takes like to get from where I live to uh, Monterey is like a three day drive or two day drive. Really? Yeah, it's a long way. Okay, 
I don't think about it. Oregon too. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking. And then California is pretty big. Yeah, but I thought he was like super northern California. I don't think so. Okay. Well, anyway, he drove a really long time to hang out, and then like I literally thought that that was going to be like the beginning and the end of people talking to me about horror movie night that knew the show, and then the next day, like two of Rudy's friends who lived down here were like, "Oh my god, we're huge fans of the show," and like. That was really cool. And then there was the guy who recognized me based on my laugh. Oh, that's hilarious. Who, like, wanted photos with me yeah. and, like, actually sold shirts. There was an actual... This was... I feel like this was the most successful booth yeah. we've ever had at okay. San Diego. As far as... And I missed a couple of years, so you've been here for yeah. a few years. But, like, I feel like we just sold more shirts. We had way more people wanting to talk to us about what right. we were than ever before. Yes. Yeah. Can you justify, is that true? I think so. I think so. Because uh, I had people buying logo shirts that didn't know a single thing about us. They're that's just like, cool. I want that red logo shirt. That's yeah. cool. Also, we have a sweet fucking shirt. Yeah. We have sweet fucking shirts. Yeah, period. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of them, I mean, at the same time, a lot of them, you know, like your, like the, the Lovecraft or yeah. the Cthulhu yeah. one. I thought that that would sell better than it actually did. Oh, really? I was shocked. Like that one's just, because it's a super general and there's people yeah. that are super into that where I, I feel like, you know, in terms of the Geekscape shirts, unless you are aware of the brand, which is still quite a small brand, uh, you know, you're not looking for that kind of stuff. Unless it's yeah. like, oh, that shirt has a Nintendo zapper on it and that's why you're buying it or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I, I, I do feel like we did some things this year differently and it felt like there was certainly a different energy at the booth. Um, yeah. And just kind of the stuff that was going on, you know, you saw things like the, the subscribers to the group and everything like that go up and, uh, you know, things like, like you were, I, I feel like you were talking up a lot of the other podcasts almost more than your, or not almost more, but substantially more than your, excuse me, than your own. Um, I got to the point where unless they were wearing a horror shirt, I yeah. would like if I saw someone wearing a horror movie shirt, I yeah. would go at them with the horror movie night stuff. But I think a big element of that, and we talked about this at dinner, was like having those seven of wine sleeping masks yeah. was an immediate someone asking what right. this is, and that's like a great starting point right. for me to be like, Oh, it's this awesome new show. Yeah. Like it's like a hook that brings people in. I'm right. bummed that like I ran out of stickers because the stickers were really helping me trying to hook people into horror right. movie night and like unfortunately there's really nothing like geekscape games when you're like trying to promote it it's just kind of yeah. like and we have a gaming show yeah yeah <laughs> something like that is i mean both i feel like both the main show and you know horror, horror movie horror movie night is pretty original and things like seven of wine and 90s tv hour there's not a lot of other stuff that's like that as far yeah. as i'm aware but things like geekscape games and even the flagship show there's like you know, it's a dime Geek a dozen. It's, it's a dime yeah. a dozen for, we got for things like Geek that. And Sundry, like four times today. The games podcast. All of our podcasts. Okay. Like, I would be like, yeah, we've got like a general podcast. We've got a video. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so you're like Geek and Sundry. And yeah, like, yeah, but sure. Yeah, but like way Geek older. Yeah, we've been around for way longer. <laughs> yeah, we don't got jazz weed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. I wish we did, man. Yeah. I dream of a world where like Geekscape's <laughs> big enough that like we can actually see each other on like a monthly basis instead of a yearly Incredible, basis. Yeah. yeah. I, I did an, an interview with uh, a company, and they were asking if our office had a, a <laughs> PS4 and a, a, the virtual console, or the virtual reality. Google. And you're like, we don't have an office. And I was like, oh, well, you know, we all, we, I just said no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no. Uh, like, I'm like, but 
we're still kind of a, we're yeah. still kind of in the startup phase, you know. I didn't even. I didn't even. Ten years under our belt. <laughs> I was like, no, and like didn't go anywhere because yeah. uh, I wanted them to care that I was writing. Well. Right. Um, and I think that was actually they actually did retweet my article. Nice, nice. So you got retweeted by FYE, right? Yeah, I wrote up a, a piece on the WWE pop-up shop over at the Horton Plaza, which nice. I freaking beautiful store, yeah. and it's oh, cool. Out the time? No, it's closing next Friday, oh, so yeah. it's only open until next Friday. Um, they told me when I was in there today. I feel like I've been in there every day. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's Derek. Ever. They just know you by the first name. Uh, but I only spent fifteen dollars there, so and that's <laughs> the only fifteen dollars I spent at the entire convention, aside from food, because I'm so broke. <laughs> but anyways, that's so we, heard, so we heard your kind of highlights of yeah. the year. Courtney, what did you, yeah. I mean, especially being your first convention. My most exciting thing was this morning. Okay. I went and saw, went and saw Tox Machina, Critical Role, Vox Machina. They were, I was literally 50 feet from them and almost cried. I was so excited. <laughs> you look like you're about to cry just know, telling was, us about it. Like, well, like the thing is, like John and and Heidi have been like, oh, well, we know them and we're friends and they're, they're just people. And I'm like, yeah, but I like have been watching their stuff for over a year and I right. love them and I want to like learn how to DM better. And so I like idolize Matt Mercer. And yes, I understand they're just people, but like they're important people to me. Right. Um, the really bizarre thing for me was during the panel, they had me sitting in the reserve section. And I was sitting next to a girl who's guest star, and everybody around me was friends with the cast. Right. So I was the only person who had never been there no in way. my life. And so, but it was amazing. It was really They're cool. sitting on stage, you're like, who the hell is that girl sitting with all of our friends? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, especially because, like, the girl who's sitting next to um, plays Tova on the show, and they talked to her directly, like, three times. Oh, really? I was sitting there, like, <laughs> um, so that was amazing. It was really cool. We got a sneak peek at their new comic book that's coming out. Um, I put some pictures on in my article about that new comic book, which looks like it's going to be amazing. Right. When does that launch? Do you know? Uh, oh, I, sure. okay. It's, it's you said be, this. They said something about yeah, this year, ideally. The yeah. Year. Um, but the really cool thing about it is they're having someone from their fandom yeah. illustrate it. Yeah, that's I, amazing. That they, that they, and they, that's what they wanted. They didn't want to go to a well-known illustrator. They wanted to elevate the community, which I think... Right kind of speaks to the kind of people that they are, that they understand that, like, not only does this mean a lot to our fans, and they've always taken time for their fans, and, and like, Matt Mercer has taken time when he's sick, and will spend, like, an hour after the show talking to somebody, because they're a fan, and because right. they want to see him. They're just amazing people. That's so, pretty cool. That was, like, my big highlight so far. Um, talking with the people at Digital Domains, that was really cool, too. Yeah. Getting a sneak peek at... Um, the immersive VR experience they're doing the storytelling and, and talking with the developer talking with Blizzard was really really interesting and, and surreal too because I've been playing Blizzard games for like that's one of the first games I started playing right was, wow yeah so, my first online game was Diablo also yeah Blizzard, so. yeah yeah so like talking with and I've been playing Hearthstone since I was in beta yeah and like talking with the developer he, like he seemed impressed by that <laughs> so I was like alright yeah, yeah. play like, how are you going to do these cards? Yeah. Are we going to start getting Overwatch in your right. cards? And well, it's always it's always cool when you have, and it must be cool for them too, but like, it's always cool when you have the opportunity to speak with or be a part of an event of a property they actually care about. Because yeah. it's not always the case. And, and, you know, I wonder how many, how many people do they speak to in a day in terms of the press who have never played it or don't give a shit or whatever. And so it's got to be... I you know I would imagine it's got to be fairly refreshing when you, you like in your case like you played Hearthstone probably pretty religiously yeah. since its inception and 
um, how often does that get to happen and, and to actually get to speak to it someone that's truly passionate about it it's got to be pretty cool for them too well, that was one thing that was really overwhelming for me in prepping for coming here was getting all the forwarded emails for everything and I, I think I I mean I only got some of them and I mm-hmm. think I have well over 100 right um, yeah and yeah it's pretty to crazy sort of and find stuff that was interesting and that you knew about yeah. like I didn't want to go to a panel for something or try and score an interview with somebody right. if I didn't know anything and that was kind of the way it was a lot in the past sometimes it was just like oh we gotta cover this cause it's gonna be big news but yeah. like we were just sending people totally. who didn't have a passion for it yeah. and it's like well and that stuff like, kind of shows too yeah, yeah. It's, you know, when you write about it or whatnot. Yeah, you get like a one paragraph explanation about this big yeah. news that like none of us really care about. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, and that, and that happens on the site still too. Like I've written about, I wrote about Black Panther. I don't really know the comic. Yeah. Um, and I wrote about Blade Runner and I've never seen the original Blade Runner, which I know is a sin. Yeah. I've been told. Um, you should definitely fix that, but yeah. You should talk I mean, to those protesters James. about sins. Yeah. <laughs> Though they, we only have one sin. Um, but I mean, but I, but then when I don't know something like that, I talk to people who do. Right. And like, like John had me write up something about, um, Stanley's Comic Con in LA and I, I did my best and he's like, I'm going to add to this and please do. Like, right. I I've never conned. I don't know. Anything. Sure. I'm doing my best. So, but I think that's like one of the great things about coming here and getting to meet everybody is that we can actually like work together better. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I um, guess. So yeah, I guess my highlight I mean, my highlight is all right from the first year has been actually getting to see everyone again, or you know, back then it was seeing everyone for the first time or the second time, and now it's just getting to see everyone again, and and you know, especially this year, like I said, trying to reconnect and and open myself up again and everything like that has been really powerful. So that's definitely been a highlight every year, and especially this year, um, in terms of the not cheesy like I just love my family answer. Uh, I think the coolest stuff, honestly, and it's like pretty funny because in previous years it'd be like I was was super into the comic book stuff and or super into what X movie that was coming out, and um, I've been out of all of that sort of stuff over the past little while. And but the one thing that I kind of haven't fallen out of is like pro wrestling, which yeah. has been pretty big for me in the past year, year and a half or so. Um, so getting to do some. You know, I, I attended the Mattel and WWE panel, which there will be a write-up of in the next, in the upcoming days. Um, you know, that had some pretty big, like, star power that I, you know, watch on television every week. Like, most of the biggest players in the women's division and also Renee Young, who I probably like more than most of the people in the women's division. And, yeah. you know, so getting to see them and in a, in a situation where I don't typically see them, you know fan Q&A and, and, you know, them talking about their, the highlights of their career so far and the things that they would still like to accomplish and, and even some really interesting things like Brie talking about having a baby recently and how she's now trying to get to the point where she can wrestle again and the difficulties that have come from that and everything like that is super interesting and um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I got to snap a pic, pic with Renee afterwards so that was pretty, uh, and it's something I don't get really get starstruck anymore like ever, like you know, I was talking to, and, and and I still watch a lot of this stuff, and so you see a lot of, like, actors and all that stuff down here, and things like, I was talking to the uh, CEO of uh, Skydance Interactive, who had just released a couple of really cool video games um, in the past week, actually. There's a pedicab. That yeah, pedicab has made my day. <laughs> uh, so I'm, you know, I'm talking to the, the CEO, who is very, very passionate about 
uh, a game called Archangel, which they just released. It's a VR title that has you uh, inside of a gigantic mech, um, and like the world is basically destroyed. And, and seemed like it seemed it was a lot of fun. It seems like it, was, it will have a pretty cool story. It's about a four-hour game, which is pretty long for VR titles. Um, so that's one of their games. They also have just released a an early access arena shooter called Owned, like P W N D, and it's a game where it's team based. But you don't actually get points for scoring a kill. You actually have to like essentially teabag the person that you kill <laughs> once you kill them in order to receive any points. And that's something that takes time. And if you get killed while you are in that process, it forms a stack. So if somebody that can then teabag you both at the same time, they get like a multiplier and everything like that. And that's it's, terrible. It sounds it, and it was hilarious. It was, it was a lot of fun. But anyways, I was interviewing him and like like in the hallway of the Hard Rock Hotel, and all of a sudden this dog on a motorbike drives by, and um, I don't remember the dog's name, but Jonathan was like, oh, that's this dog, he's, like, super famous. But, like, Luke Cage was, like, in the hallway, and Jessica Jones I saw there, and it was just like, oh, like, cool. But then, like, I kind of got starstruck with the WWE people, which is pretty funny, because it hasn't happened in a really long time, and, you know, they're, if you ask most people, they're significantly less famous and everything like that. So that was pretty interesting. Um, got to meet Sami Zayn as well over at the I'm WWE pop-up one. shop. I would have loved to. Have he was very nice. Zane. He seemed very nice. Uh, that was pretty fun. But those are uh, those are probably the big highlights for me. Um, yeah, there's so much cool stuff, and I've been writing a lot of it up. The 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 Legion augmented reality experience was really cool too. Um, got to put on a Microsoft Hololens for the first time, which I didn't actually know it was a Hololens until afterwards when I Googled it. Um, but that was a pretty augmented reality was pretty cool and it you know it was like it mixed like you have like glasses on and you can see like something dancing on the table sort of but yeah but there's also actors and everything like that so it was like they're telling a story as you're in there but elements of the story are seen through this 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 headset and and i don't know it was it reminded me of like it, it felt early like it felt clunky at times but also very very impressive but it also reminded me of like my first year at comic-con before vr was really you know oculus rift was still in development and playstation vr wasn't a thing at all and and the cool experiences that you could do back then like and then now five years later the stuff that they're showing off uh in terms of virtual reality like i hope that augmented reality can get that same push because i could see that being even more impressive because rather than putting on a headset and being in this completely digital world you know, there was real actors there doing real things and interacting with you as well, and it was just augmented by that headset, and that was pretty amazing. So, those are kind of all the things I felt have been and the coolest. I want to bounce off of something you were talking yeah. about a while ago, but like, I say this every year, but I, I mean it every single year, and I feel like I mean it more and more with each year. The big thing with San Diego that I've realized <clears throat> is like the actual panels and interviews portion of comic-con to me is just like the work that we have to do to get rewarded for like hanging out after the convention's over yeah like i will go home and there'll definitely be like little memories of like oh yeah mega ryan was at the booth and that was really cool Meg and ryan like, what yeah <laughs> 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 or like are you like oh i got to hang out with the monster squad like there's like cool things but i will tell people stories about like when we were sitting around eating and just couldn't stop laughing yeah. and like the stories of John and like the goofiness that just happened at right. every dinner and every meal that we had. Yeah. Even How just good the mango salsa was the mango salsa. or even like when we went to the, when we went to the outdoor mall and everything was closing. So we were yeah. just yeah. scattering for stuff and just sitting outside yeah. and like 
no one got what they wanted. <laughs> like, I got what I wanted. Like, I, 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 I was going to say, I got like a Panda Express that was made up entirely of things that I didn't want to eat from Panda and Express. And you didn't eat half of them. Yeah. Half of it was uh, in the trash. I don't know. I didn't think the panels were like work. Like, but maybe that's because I only went to panels that I enjoyed. Yep. Yeah. Um, but but I, I just mean like it's, I get drained, like I'm at the booth, I'm handing out cards, I'm doing all that stuff, and it's like, it's fun, and I enjoy making people laugh while I'm doing it, but like, my reward for doing that is going to Rocking Baja with everybody, right. or going to Lolita's, or going to the mall, and just like, yeah. having a really fun, or even just hanging out in the hotel, or hanging out in a hot tub, and laughing and sharing stories. Oh, totally. That's one of my other favorite things. All the cool people we keep meeting in this hotel. Yeah. By accident. Dude, Sebastian, Yoshi, Daniel, they were yeah. all really cool. I hope you guys are listening, because you said you would. Yeah, Jim. They're both Jim. Jim they're not listening. Jim and Brian from Mattel yeah. were both really, really cool. Uh, Brian, Brian grew up in my hometown. Yeah, and Mark <laughs> Mark from Texas. Yeah. And his son, Ben. You guys are all great. Now Derek from listening. Vancouver. Derek yeah. from Vancouver. Derek from great Vancouver guy. is my favorite. Uh, but yeah, Can you I, believe I, how many names I remember? You're real good at names. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty good at that. I'm terrible at names. I can give you like backstories. Yeah, another highlight for me watching Matt try to flirt with women. <laughs> hey, I'm awesome at it. I just can't close. Yeah, but if like yeah. if you got an award for opening and middle That's when portions, I, like, when I briefly very when I very briefly sold cars. Yeah, I was very very good at making people like fall in love with the car, but in terms of asking for any commitment out of it, <laughs> yeah. like not not so great. Although to be fair, am I really looking to close that much when it's you know, nothing that can actually ha- really happen. If I, was that talk- attitude. if I was talking to someone and then it turns out it's like, oh, you're visiting from Philly, like, I probably would have put a little, bo- a little bit more info. Maybe they could move to I- Philly. They could. You know? I'm, not, I'm not putting that on anybody. I don't want to be responsible for someone yeah, moving yeah. 3,000 3, miles from home for, for me. I'm, I'm great, but I'm not 3,000 mile move love great. Love is love. You can't. The heart wants what it wants. <laughs> And it wanted a lot of women this weekend. <laughs> but it did not get any. I didn't want a lot of women. I wanted a lot of friendships. And I got those. I got a lot of Facebook ads. <laughs> you can st- that's how they start. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, he was 20. Is that okay? How old no. are you? 29. Almost 29. Spoilerline. Right. I was like, no, I'm not going to date anybody who's yeah. 21. That's it's probably okay. pretty, it's pretty inappropriate. Well, here's the thing. If you're a guy, you can date someone who's a lot younger like I that. feel like it's less appropriate for a guy to do it than a girl to do it. Well, I don't know. Society-wise, though, it's not. Creepier. Here's the problem with it, though, is that, not to be, sec- I'm going to be sexist, I don't even fucking care. Men I mean, it's changed typically on this podcast, so you're still like, <laughs> yeah, don't use, please don't level. use Shane as the barometer for the no, rest no, no, of no, us. No, I'm not. I'm not. That was Derek saying Shane is. I know, but I know where you're going with this because Shane is on this podcast typically. Men men tend to be a lot more immature than women. So when you're a woman and you date younger, yeah, you're you're dating a lot younger mentally a lot of the time because. I feel like, but when I if I see a dude with a younger girl, yeah, versus a girl with a younger guy, the the guy with the younger girl is significantly creepier. Meh. Oh, it's not. Oh, uh, you're not wrong. My grandpa met my grandmother when she was 16 and he was 26. That's, that's pretty creepy. That's pretty creepy. Uh, <laughs> what you're saying about panels, I also agree. I also only went to, I went to a few panels this year, but they were all, 
aside from the two panels I sat through to see the WWE panel, which one of them actually was really interesting. It had a uh, author slash screenwriter named Brian Selznick who wrote the book that the uh, Martin Scorsese film Hugo is excuse me is based on. Um, He's got a new movie coming out. Uh, it's an Amazon Studios picture called Wonderstruck, uh, which is about the deaf um, kids. And that's all I remember. But the trailer was really good. It was really, it looked really, really beautiful. But uh, that panel ended up being really interesting. But um, aside from sitting through a couple of those to see the WWE panel, I also attended the, they had a Life is Strange Before the Storm uh, panel. Um, which I was really interested in because Life is Strange was my favorite game of 2015 and it's still a game that resonates with me a lot and uh, you know to be able to first of all when they announced that it was get that that was going to happen back at E3 I was not expecting whatsoever and I was very very excited because it's a world I would love to jump back into and now now you're getting an opportunity to do that uh, to play as a different character uh, and also get a little bit of the backstory as to what Chloe was up to when Max Max had disappeared and Max wasn't around and so it was really interesting to hear uh, there's a new developer tackling this chapter in the game because uh, Don't Nod the original developers are moving on to uh, some sort of vampire game that I can't remember the name of but it looks really really good Um, but they were talking about things like you know a, a fan asked a question about like how they how it was going to feel like Life is Strange because a lot of games are you know like remembered by their mechanics and Life is Strange had a pretty powerful mechanic where you could actually change the decisions you were making because your character had time powers and could rewind time and and Chloe doesn't have those same powers so you know they talked about the difficulties of doing that and and, you know the the opportunities that they were looking for as well and um, you know really interesting things like it's a game where the soundtrack is very very important to both the plot but also for the feeling of the game and the feeling of the location and so, you know, a fan asked how, if they were taking the same seriousness, and so they were talking about how, you know, they started making soundtrack decisions at the same time that they were making, like, high-level story decisions, but also that it was a really interesting challenge because the music in the first game is so memorable, but you're also playing as a different character with different tastes in music, and what would that mean for the music that was going to be happening, and um, stuff like that was super interesting to me, and, and they also demoed the game, they played the game live on stage, and actually had uh, the crowd choose all of the um, the decisions that had to be made. So whenever anything would pop up, like the crowd would, you know, start yelling multiple different answers and, and getting to be kind of a part of it. It was almost like Twitch plays Pokemon or something yeah. as Jonathan likened it, likened to it earlier, but uh, with a live audience. And, and so to see all of them kind of yelling and, and stuff was pretty neat. And of course there's a bunch of like Max and Chloe cosplays and stuff in the audience and everything as well. And, you know, dudes like, big dudes talking about like how they cried how much they cried during like the course of the first game and everything like that was like it was a really cool panel to see and i it definitely made me more excited for a game that i was already excited for so that was pretty that's pretty spectacular that's pretty awesome yeah it's like that's the one thing i i i like doing the booth i appreciate that john pretty pretty much puts that booth in my hands and lets yeah. me run with it um I do feel like I miss out on stuff sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, this right. was my fourth Comic-Con, but the first year I ever yeah. got to go to a panel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you could always go as press rather than exhibitor one of these years and uh, try to experience more of that. Take breaks, too. Like, absolutely cover for you. Yeah, it's just harder. I, I don't want to take from what you guys need to do for the show because 
you know, if, if right. Scott and Adam aren't here, there's really no way for me to do like a San Diego yeah. horror movie yeah. night. So it's like I I'm best. Be, I'll be your Scott. Yeah, I'm best oh, utilized. Right. Yeah, you did write an article. I yeah, did. You wrote an article. I wrote an article this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Is that um, Kirk Cobain cosplay? What I'm Anyways. trying to do? Are we playing? Are we playing cosplay or casual? casual. <laughs> we um, have a similar game in Vancouver, but it's called Hipster or Homeless. <laughs> Called uh, Native of Rockle. Nice. Um, I feel like hopefully, I mean, John talked about it a little bit on the main flagship show, so I guess it's cool for us to talk about it here too. That Geekscape's going to pretty much revamp itself and drop a lot of the news and opinion pieces and become more of just a primary podcast network. Um, So ideally, with, with that being a bigger emphasis in the future. I'm hoping that, you know, I've been talking it up to him. I'm hoping next year Scott and Adam can, can save yeah, up and, cool. and make the trip out here. And yeah. if, if that was to happen, I would probably spend way more hours than I have to spend on trying yeah. to figure out how to do a live podcast. That'd be amazing. Here. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's gotta well, be I feel like you guys have, like, at, you guys are growing so rapidly that even yeah like doing like some sort of live like, like even if it's an off-site yeah, yeah but like like i feel like an audience would come to that yeah which would be pretty unreal we gotta i mean when we did the one in new jersey we were still pretty like just starting yeah. to get our feet footing in the in the growth yeah. and we still had a lot of people who the best we could do was find a bar that would let us do the show that was a 40 minute drive away from the convention right. And there was still like 30 or 40 people that's that drove amazing. from the convention yeah, just because they're like, all right, this sounds fun. Like, yeah. Let's check it out. So I think I could find, if I really tried hard, I could yeah. probably find some like bar that would let totally. us do it. But or maybe a panel room. Like I, maybe a panel. That's what I mean. Like I love, I love Scream Factory and I love Shout Factory, yeah. but like there were only like 30 or 40 people at yeah. that panel you at 8 o'clock. Like yeah. I don't know what the criteria is right. to get a panel, but... If it's not too pricey, I would go for it. Just because yeah. I think that the that it'd be something that people would check out, and like the 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 payback out of it would totally. be really great. Totally. I don't know why John doesn't try to gun for it too. I think a live geekscape. Anytime I've ever heard like a live geekscape from like Kamikaze yeah. or any of that, it's been such like a, a fun. Oh, they're a blast. Yeah. yeah like it's yeah. like I would love to see John push for more live yeah. geekscape episodes, but. I feel like a lot of this episode has turned into like what we would like to see more of yeah. from us, yeah. which is kind of funny, but also cool. It's but it's a lot easier when you can sit face to face. Oh, it is. Yeah. In a in a perfect world, Scott and Adam would live down the street from me, yeah. and we could just sit down with the microphones and record for days. Yeah. We could have an office with the PSVR. Right. Yeah. And we could <laughs> Once we're we're startup, okay? We like. Right. But no, I mean, I, I think we all agree that that would be, I mean, that'd be amazing to, for us to, I, I feel like that's like one of those things that's always ran through our heads and yeah. then we're like, we'll probably never get there, but it's still fun <laughs> to dream. I wish. I uh, mean, it would be great, but it's so, it's so difficult. It's one totally. of those things. And John, I respect the, sh- the shit out of John because yeah. that's one of those things where you would have to sign some huge corporate deal where now like a lot of your stuff that you own isn't your own yeah. anymore. And I, I think that I, I've always respected that John's kind of more like, no, like, John's cool with being the small guy who's going to do it his way exactly the way he yep. wants it done. And yeah. it's great because it gives us the freedom to do the shows that we do. Because, yeah. like, I think, I, 
I think Seven of Wine and Nineties TV Hour could pretty much exist on any any totally. podcasting channel without many changes. Yeah. I think horror movie night could get in trouble for some of like the off kilter stuff that we said in like I mean Shane would be fired under most other <laughs> He never would have got hired in the first place. <laughs> but like John gives us a place where it's like free complete yeah, total freedom true. of speech. That's and very true. I mean I know that we wouldn't get that at any other yeah. place, so yeah. I don't ever want to go anywhere else. Right. Uh I mean, we should probably start wrapping this up. Yep. I think yeah. we've been talking for a while. Uh, there's one day left. Is there any, like, what are you guys looking forward to tomorrow? Um, I don't know. Just kind of like being able to hopefully be able to walk around a little easier tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I've got an interview with an interesting geek app that was T. I've been kind of playing with it, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, it's. Cosmunity, right? Cosmunity. So I think uh, that uh, Orlando Jones was on the flagship podcast uh, several weeks ago to talk about that app and kind of the plans that they had for Comic Con. That's so. my, my crush on me. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to do a better job than Jonathan. So well, I, was just, I was just, I've been playing in it. It's For me, it's kind of difficult because like you put in, so you open it up, you sign up, you put in your fandoms. I think I put in way too many fucking fandoms. Okay. Um, for one. And then two, like, I have a hard enough time keeping up with Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah, oh yeah. And Snapchat. I can barely respond to text messages. And sometimes, and most of the time, I don't. Yeah. yeah. See, and I do better with Most that. of the time, you're not getting them. Most yeah. of the time, you text in the wrong number. So. <laughs> Who is this? Um, but I mean, like, I already have four social media apps. Like, but we'll see. Like, it, it, it could potentially be really cool. Especially yep. if I can get some, some you know new nerd friends out of it because I have one friend where I live right now. Yep. Well, you're only a couple hours away from Vancouver like I, I said, so you can I come. I should come up and visit you. Definitely come, hang come out. down for PAX. Um, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I, uh, we're hoping to, so uh, still got to look at schedules and stuff, but I think yeah. that's definitely doable. How about yourself, Matt? Um, I'm actually not looking forward to tomorrow too much. No? In all honesty. Because um, like I'm actually super bummed to say bye to you, Derek. Yeah. Like, it's it sucks. Like, I, I get... I really enjoy hanging out with you. Yeah. It, it sucks because I'm going to say bye to John. I'm going to say bye to Heidi. I'm going to say bye to Courtney. Like, I'm going to say goodbye to these people who... Some of them I'm meeting for the first time, like Courtney. And, and other ones I've developed a really good friendship with. You know, I mean, like, Heidi and I didn't know each other last year. And then her, we became really good Facebook friends and talk right. on a regular basis. Courtney and I talk almost every day on Facebook. Wow. And, you know, I don't talk to anybody ever. No. I, but yeah, I, should. I reach out. <laughs> you do you, you do reach out. And and I, I think I I've expressed my thanks. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I, it's, but there's something different from like chatting oh, online hundred percent to like really having those personal interactions. Yeah, absolutely. And, Oh, I know, but it, you know, what I mean, like it, it's definitely. I'm saying goodbye. Yeah, I'm saying goodbye. But no, but it's it's like it's my least favorite part of San Diego is yeah. like the point when I have to say goodbye and know like okay, it's gonna be like another 360 days, yeah. 60 days until I get to see them again. Like, That's true. Unless like, are you coming down for Kamikaze? Because I'm debating it. I be, I could barely afford to come down for Kamikaze. So that's so what I, I doubt see, it. Yeah, I'm like really struggling. I know John could use the help, and I have the vacation time. Yeah. but it's like really hard to justify a nine-hour flight for a weekend. Yep. <laughs> um, so that that's like the, the part that I'm having trouble with. Yeah. And I just want an octopus bag. 
Yeah. Because they have an octopus for Kamikaze, which I think is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I go, I'll get you get one and send it to you. Or you should just down. go too. Yeah. Just drive down. Drive to Los Angeles. I drove to San Francisco recently. That sounds terrible. It was like pretty long. The only thing is the last time I took. <laughs> it was a few days. It took a few days to get there. <laughs> the last time I took the Maymobile on a, on a road trip, I just drove to Portland in my. Oh, right. Ride. I remember this. I'm just. Like, I don't think it's going to die again, but I also am just real hesitant about the key long drives. Yeah, that's true. Is there a train, like a cross-country train that you could take? That'd be a fun ride. Even if it's like a day, even if it's a day or two, but you get to like sleep on the train and stuff. It's nice. They they took a train from Syracuse to uh, Portland. There you go. Yeah, like, I I think it's going to be a fun time. I'm going to probably try to talk to the people at Troma one last time before I leave, but like, it does suck. Like there's that there's that bittersweetness to totally. the end of San Diego because it is. I wish that it was like, oh, we're all just going back to like yeah. Los Angeles and we'll see each other in like a couple of days oh, in the office. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? It's like not it's, like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's like the part that sucks is that we're so scattered. So I mean, it, yeah. it makes it tough. <laughs> you guys actually, could, yeah, no, actually, that's amazing. I'm yeah, so could. jealous that you guys. We should. That. We should yeah. figure that out sometime. Um, yeah, I, I'll get my passport. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll get my new world star. Should do it. I gotta get through, I gotta get through the next year with this destination wedding. That's going to eat up a lot of money and a lot of, uh, vacation time. But all of the years after next year, I'll have a passport anyway. So I will try to make a trip to Canada. That'd be great. Cross that off the list. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in terms of tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a short day for me. I have to be at the airport at 1 p.m. So, is there anything you're going to try to eat one last time before you go to the airport? I don't think so. You're not going to try to get like one last panda or like a jack in the box or one last what? One last panda. Oh, panda. No, I've had panda twice. All right. I had rock rock and baja twice. Yeah. Which is usually only get it once. So, you know, it took took a little while longer because nobody would take me there, but. I, like I said, I was trying to save it for the last. Yeah, thing. I, I, yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. How that would have worked. I just saw it from a from a storytelling <laughs> right from a storytelling angle. Now with the your climax articles. has already happened. So yeah. What's, uh, what's yeah well, I have no reason to read them yeah. tomorrow's article yeah. about today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm just looking forward to just there's not aside from maybe walking the show floor again because it's something that I've just done in little chunks because it is too busy on that it's floor. Too At least Sundays usually too, chill. And Sundays usually a bit more chill. So. Hopefully having an opportunity to walk around a little bit more freely and hopefully get a Stranger Things t-shirt. Um, They're all gone. I already asked them. I asked them if they had any for tomorrow. He's like, we're gone for the year. Dang it. For the uh, anyways, I really wanted one. So aside, yeah, or a hat. A hat. Not that I wear hats, but I was trying to get a hat for my yeah, fiance. I think Netflix has nothing yeah. left. Like, I think they burned out of all of Well, it's their, their first year in the booth, so it's like That's that. true. They didn't plan yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah they, it's a learning process, It's a crazy booth. It's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, aside from walking the show floor a bit, I mean, just ideally spending a little bit more time with some of you guys. Um, it's going to be pretty short. I'm going to get up and pack and, and head, to, head to the convention center and then pretty quickly grab a lift back to the airport and, yeah. you know, then sit in, sit in LAX for several hours while I wait for my connecting flight. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it is coming to an end and it feels, it's interesting because, like I said, this is a much shorter trip for me this year, so... It legitimately it feels like I just got here, and yeah. I pretty much did just get here. And uh, it's time to go back, I guess. So. Well, that's a very really somber ending to uh, the Geekscape Games yes. podcast. But it's been a great week. It's been a great week. It's been a great week, and I, I feel good about it. And uh, yeah, 
I mean, definitely, if you're listening to this, head to geekscape.net. Yeah. You know, like we've said, we've got Read a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of stuff going on from uh, following Comic-Con. You know, I know, uh, you know, Matt, you detailed all the kind of Scream and Shout Factory releases that are coming up. Yeah. Courtney's got some stuff going on, Critical Role. Uh, she did a pretty cool VR experience yeah. um, that essentially sold her on VR, yeah. it sounds like. And yeah, I thought it was bullshit. You know, I've been... I've been <laughs> I've been writing almost 3,000 words a day in these journal pieces. Like, just, And I love them. Just detailing. Do more of them. Just I would detailing like what I've been doing. Yeah. And and so those have been pretty cool. You know, I grabbed a bunch of photos from the WWE shop and kind of posted a, as to what's been going on with Ooh, there. Cosplays that we've been doing. There's going oh, to be, be a huge cosplay, cosplay. article. With, I've uh, got at least 40 of, photos. Yeah. It's like tons of awesome fo- uh, cosplay photos going up. Um, you know, I like I said about that, that uh, Legion augmented reality experience i detailed kind of what i went through with that process like there's so much stuff going on um you know and that's not to even to mention all of our other writers who i'm not sure what they have going up but they've all been attending panels all weekend and going to off-site events and everything like that so there is i mean there's gonna be a ton of stuff and and um and yeah and like matt said we're we've got a lot of really really great shows yeah. you know from from horror movie night which I don't listen to as religiously as I'd like to, but I listened to a couple episodes on the plane on the way down, and I was like, I need to, I need to get more in on this. It's, and now it's like, because right prior, I would be like, oh, I like this movie, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. But like listening to the clip show, for instance, like even if I'm not super familiar with the film, it's super funny and it's super interesting, and so I want to listen to more of that. And we per- and I guess I take advantage on any podcast that I'm on this state. Like we pick obscure movies yeah. that you do not want to watch. Right. Yeah. So like. We purposely try to make it so that you don't have to watch that movie to enjoy it because you're probably not going to want to sit through that film. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then there's like like shows like Seven of Wine. Seven of Wine is so funny. And I mean, people have been just the whole idea around it. And like we said, that's something that there is nothing else really like it. And that's it's going to surpass Harvey. I I can feel it. It's going to be the big show. A bottle of wine and an episode of Star Trek Voyager at the same time, and usually try to theme that wine. With the episode itself, and it's well done. It's well done. It's pretty wonderful. Well done, and, ladies. And, so and the best advertisement of the year. Totally, they had, yeah, yeah. That rap song that they wrote and recorded is absurd. Yeah, it's pretty great. But yeah, I mean, there's lots of great stuff on the site. There's lots of great shows on the site. And don't forget to check out the flagship podcast. And the flagship John, podcast every week. I, John and I, a little bit of horror movie night, not nearly as much as Tom, but. We've been grabbing interviews when we can, so yeah. there's going to be a ton of bonus material. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that's it from me. Hey, Derek. Hi. Where can we find you on social media? Ah, I am at D. Cranavild on Twitter, which I haven't posted to in a very long time. <laughs> uh, but I'll also at D. Cranavild on Instagram, which I uh, have posted to about ten times in the past year, oh. including nine in the past few days. So, <laughs> um, at Saint Moore. At St. Mort for pretty much everything, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I've managed to be able to get to use the same thing for everything. And uh, <laughs> at HMN Podcast usually covers most of it as well. Um, but for the podcast, uh, HMNPodcast.com gives you all the links to everything that we do. Shane, you can edit that out, please. <laughs> Steven! Uh, you can find me uh, as AK Geeky Girl on Twitter and Geeky Girl AK everywhere else. Uh, and 
that's it, right? I just realized right now is AK for Alaska. Oh my god, sir. Is that it? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Every and every week, almost every week when you say it, I'm like, I wonder what the AK is for. <laughs> People can call me uh Yo. Oh, yeah. Fair, 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 f